It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street. Frank Skerlock is here. Frank, can you help me out? Tell me what it says on that sign above my head. It says we're having a happy hour between 3 to 6 p.m. every day. It's half price for all drinks and half price for starters and bar fare. And that's exactly what goes on down here at Wayfair on Ferret Street. Come down here any day for 3 to 6 happy hour for half off the food and half off the drinks. Or just stick around with us for the next hour. We've got free drinks Frank, what are you drinking? A glass of wine, very sophisticated. Yeah, Cabernet. Frank Skerlock is back. He's the uh, candidate for mayor of New Orleans. So w- welcome back, Frank. We haven't seen you since you qualified, or since you decided to run from there, I guess. Yes, uh, and qualification doesn't actually take place till July, but we decided to get a jump start on things. Oh, okay. So we, All right. we went to be first as opposed to last. I have seen people uh, describe, oh, someone's calling you, Don Hazlitt. Oh, shoot. Do you have to talk to him? No, he wants to go around the world in a hot air balloon. Does he really? He Do does. you have a hot air balloon? He has six of them, actually. He has six of them? Yep. Really? I'm, I'm actually, this is a true story. I was in New York City yesterday, and he's a member of the Adventurer Club, and we put together a team, and basically it's the 180 days around the world. It's going to go to Dubai. It's actually going to land in Versailles and Paris. You're going to be on this thing? Um, let's just say we're forging a relationship, and um, I'm the going to meet no. I'm meeting him in Dubai next week, and we're we're basically charting the course. You met him in New York yesterday. Yes. So why do you have to meet him again in Dubai next week? Because we're going over to do some negotiation with some sheiks. About? Uh, landing rights. And okay. financing. Landing rights of the hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to get on with here. This is what Frank is like every time you talk to him. <laughs> this is Dr. Jess Trakel. Frank, I'd like you to meet her. Do- oh, hi. Dr. Yeah. Jess is an actual doctor. Oh, wow. She's Where'd you a- go to medical school? It's actually a, a doctorate in metaphysical science. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. A doctor of metaphysical science. Yes. Shane Avrod is here as well. Hey, Shane. Hey, how's it going? Shane is not a doctor of anything, but he is a musician. Yes, that is true. He's 50% of a band. Yes, I am. <laughs> one Calls of, it, the, one noise, the noise complaints. Yes, we are uh, quite it's, loud in some settings. It's good having a band of only two people. There's no one to really sort of it's really get easy. on your nerves. I only have to text one person, and I only have to split uh, any money two ways. Right. Are There's you making thing. any money, you and the noise complaints? On occasion. The other half of the band? On occasion. It okay. usually goes right back into, you know, costs of running a drugs. band. Drugs? Yeah, sometimes, yes. Yeah. Most definitely. What kind of drugs do you need with just a duo like that? Uh, well, let's see. So, uh, my drummer has never had alcohol in his life, uh, nor coffee, nor a cigarette. He does partake in marijuana, okay. and that, that's, our, that's our whole drug list. So the other half of this rock and roll band doesn't drink coffee? No. Alcohol? No. Or cigarettes? And he's no. never had them? He has never had them. Jess, what would, you, what would that make someone metaphysically like? What is metaphysics anyway? Let's get on it. It's all about the study of uh, deeper truths. Like say, like say I, I specialize in energy healing and meditation. Let's say you do, shall we? What's do, that? Do you? 
What do you mean? Do you specialize in energy healing yes. and meditation? Mm -hmm. Like okay. clearing the chakras, and I could actually reconnect you with your inner child. Right. And today? I, I, we can. We could definitely do it right here, right Ooh. now. What about, what about doing Frank's inner child would be more interesting than mine, I would think. Don't oh, you that'd think? be fine. I'd love to do that. Yeah, I feel like you're very healthy with that. Thank you. <laughs> you're yeah. Why grow up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big kids. That's what I say. Frank hasn't really ever grown up, actually. Can you tell? Can you tell mm -hmm. something by look, just looking at someone? Yeah. Other than what we can all tell, like he's obviously crazy. But well, other no, no, than no, no. That. I feel very well rounded. I feel that, like, say when you look into the eyes, you can feel the vibes. And say for you, I feel that you don't care what anybody else thinks, which is awesome. Very bold. You know, being the boldest version of yourself, which is what I always recommend. You know, it feels great. It's very healthy to express yourself. So, yeah, that's well, a little tidbit. Yeah, I know. I think, I think you hit it dead on. And I, I you know, I appreciate that. And. Quite frankly, um, I'm actually a member of something called CCHR, which is Citizens Commission of Human Rights, and I'll actually be having lunch there tomorrow in Los Angeles. Jesus, um, you get around. You've been in New York yesterday. You're in so New what York CCHR today. does, it basically saves people, specifically children, because if you're in school and you're maybe overactive, they give you Ritalin, they take your life away from you. And the abuse that children go through, I just went to their, their gala in Beverly Hills about two months ago. It's really sad because it's, they have a great museum. It's not that sad there in Beverly Hills. That can't be well, that actually, they, they, in, in Hollywood, if you can imagine all the types out there, they have the death of creativity. And quite frankly, I actually attribute that organization as saving my life. In a, in a prior life, Hang on a I sec. was actually drugged for a while. So, yeah. All right. So the CCHR stands for what? Citizens Commission of Human Rights. Citizens Commission of Human Rights saved your life. They did. And yep. what, what were you drugged? Uh, were you drugged by other people? I was. Uh, sadly, I was in a relationship that kind of turned abusive. And in that relationship, in order for me to live underneath my own household, I basically had to be tranquilized. And for 18 months, I lived in a tranquil situation. It, it, was, it was really scary, to tell you the truth. I actually almost committed suicide at one time. Were you aware of it? Uh, I wasn't at the time because they said they were there to help me, and so they asked me to go see to a psychologist, which I said, sure, I'll go do that. And then they brought in the psychiatrist, and they asked me why I was there. And I said, because this person, actually it was my former wife, had asked me to be there, and I submitted to her request, and you really can't test. Request, not bequest. Yeah, well, that's true. Bequest the, the, would be if she'd already that's killed true. you. Well, Is she trying to kill you, actually? I don't want to go that far, but let's just say she thought she knew more about my inner soul and myself than I. And, you know, when somebody has some issues and stuff, you know, we're all looking for help. We're all looking for love, and we're all looking to be coached and guided. And so I gave in. And when I had external friends, specifically pastors of churches, that I would be friends with, and they watched my physical life deteriorate, um, I actually looked at myself in the mirror and said I'm worth somebody, uh, something to someone. And I moved out of my house, moved into a pastor's house, and it took me six weeks, and I became back a human. And that's actually why I moved back to New Orleans. What city were you living in when you were uh, a It was actually a city called Celebration, Florida. That's ironic. Isn't that, isn't that well, that sort of yeah. perfect well, Disney community? <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's, it is a utopian society, very close to it, like the Truman Show. However, I was considered being too happy, and they thought I was a danger to myself. And so their answer to being a potential danger to myself was to drug me. And so I couldn't even control my bodily functions. And so you were wearing it, a diaper? Uh, everything. I, when they took me down, I slept for three days straight, yes. And when I, when you I came said up, you can't I was, control your bodily functions. What does that mean? Well, basically, you are comatose. You, All day. 
24-7. When, when there, kids, there's, right. there's really no testing in the psychiatry industry. Uh, and all a psychiatrist can do is issue drugs. That, that's all they can do. Right. And so, and then it's kind of like a doctor practices. And so they just observe you from time to time. And based on what they think about you, they decide either to up or lower your prescription. But they're not with you 24-7. Only you, only you are with yourself 24-7. Mm-hmm. Jess, what's your opinion as a metaphysical doctor? I feel that it's very tunnel vision of how they see, and it's not helping you. And they think it's like how you mentioned helping, but it, it's doing it's a lot of harm, and it's traumatic, very traumatic, as you mentioned. Yeah. Even suicide was, yeah, a, 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 like picking an apple off a tree so close, and that's not fair to you. That's not right for you. What I do, I actually see different people, different ages, young children to elderly. It's we all, like you said, we all need healing. We're all human. We're all on this earth. We all have different backgrounds we're all sensitive and all the different variables take inner place and say even though you have overcome so much and i love that that organization i love to take note of it when i can uh, to really look more into it yet I'm, I'm happy that you put your foot down when you were able to and put both feet down really claiming your life back and that's so important and it's empowering your own spirit your own soul and i feel that there's still some sadness there which is you know you have every right to, we have feelings and it's it's healthy to have feelings but, um, you know, if you like, I'm glad that we're meeting right now. My office is literally five minutes away. And, yeah, just sharing uptown. It's it's comfortable, just me and you. It's like hanging out like we're doing right now. And, uh, Do you have drinks there? Uh, if you want to. You know, okay. just me well, and you. So I don't make any rules. What I, I would say to kind of hit on that, the sadness is when you have loved ones, especially family members and children, and all of a sudden, they make it conditional for you to be involved in their life, that you be in their state of mind, not your state of mind. It's kind of like a person with ADD. The question is, who is it really at fault? Is it the person because they're faster than somebody else, or is it somebody that's slower than one person else? And it's how they kind of meet in the middle. And, and I think from working with children, because it's what I do, I entertain people, you know, you kind of pick up on a vibe that they're going. I can, I, I learn through personal observation in the theme park industry how I can speed things up, slow it down. It's just like music. Do you want to waltz or do you want to rap or I don't know. You tell us. You're the musician. Bring it on. Let's well, do it. <laughs> tell me about music. About music? Yeah. There's a lot to say about music. What especially, can you do? Especially, is it a medicine? I I, yes, I do believe that music is uh, can be medicinal. There you go. Or at the very least, they're therapeutic. Well, it depends sure. what the diagnosis is. What what diagnosis did they give you, Frank, when they drugged you up for years? They really didn't. They. What were they treating you for when you went to the psychiatrist? What, happiness. Happiness? Yeah, it was sad. There was no official <laughs> diagnosis other than, yeah, of course I have ADD because that's just who I am. I, well, that's not really... Uh, it's, it's not a disease. A I mean, crime. Yeah. yeah, and especially, it, quite frankly, it's a talent. And in my industry, you know, it really is sad because I'm in, you know, my, my father invented an amusement product called a spacewalk, the bouncy castle. And then I was exposed to the theme park industry. And, you know, the real question is why be normal? You know, if everybody conformed, it would be a very boring life. And, you know, quite frankly, it would be a bunch of conformists. And I'm not saying I have to change the world. But I think we're all entitled to freedom of expression. I mean, I'm wearing a top hat at the table. I wish people could see this. And I also oh, says, they can see it. They can see it live on, oh, Fitch, on Facebook hey. Live, and Allison's hey. taking photos of it. Yeah, so they've got somebody here with a mothership. There's people around the world seeing it. You know, you why know, do you? Well, that's a good question. Yeah. Why do you wear a top hat? Is there some sort of psychological? What do you think? 
Jess, it's like as a, a metaphysicist. Like the the landmark is kind of like a, like the top hat's kind of like a landmark, like your own signature, your own vibe, your own extra expression. You know. Yeah. In you know you're selling yourself, and I in turn, I decided to brand myself. Mm-hmm. And in branding, my graphic artist had um, I, my favorite movie uh, was called called Author, and there's a gentleman named Arthur Bach. Goes back from the '80s, and the Dudley he, Moore. Oh, movie. absolutely. He was my role model. Brilliant movie, really. It, okay. he, yeah, he was. At, he. I mean, you can't. He was. He taught people how to love. He had all the money in the world, but that's not what what he wanted. He just wanted happiness. He wanted a soul so to share his you, life I, with. So you identify with that. That's where you are. You have a huge Absolutely. amount of money. Absolutely. Well, no, I, I gave. I, I give most everything I have away. But do you? Yeah, I do. Well, you want to give us some right now? Um, Shane's a starving well, musician. There you go. Okay, yeah. there you go. How much well, would you like, Shane? Oh, that's a hard number to just. No. Call. Well, come up with a number. That's not fair. Let's see if we can do it. I, I mean, can. we're hand ups, not handouts. Remember that society. Okay. That that's how you heal people, not handouts. Let's start with the the price of the next drink. Is that does that work? Actually, the show's go free today. <laughs> that's uh, very that's very modest. I don't need too much. <laughs> okay, well that's a very modest. You know, design. I, I will say this: is I'm a highly spiritual person, and I always, if you look at the scriptures, it says those that are first are last. So therefore, by default, those that are last become first. When I get on and off the plane, my goal is to be the last person on, and when I exit the plane, I'm the last person. Which doesn't make a lot of sense other than, for some reason, I keep getting blessed. And as a hobby, I try to outgive God, and you can't, but it's sure fun, it's fun trying. Well, when you say for some reason, what do you attribute the reason to? Why are you so lucky? Well, I have a childlike spirit. I'm very innocent. Um, and I guess I'm, I'm just fortunate to go with the flow, and I receive, and I process that, and it's real simple. If you follow the scriptures, especially in a tithing where you give 10%, what they call giving the 10% first fruit, if anybody wanted to make a million dollars, all you got to do is give away $100,000. It's that simple. And the same principle, right. like in the casino industry, you, you can pull on the arm and the one-arm band of the slot machines all day long, but nothing works until you make the deposit. You can only pull it down when you make the deposit. So you're suggesting that if Jess gave $100,000 away, she could become a millionaire? Absolutely. No That's doubt about it. It's almost insane to believe that. It, it, Who would she, could she give it to me? If uh, I tell you what, well, Jess, if you give me $100,000, Frank will guarantee you're you to, become a You're supposed to give in private. It also says that. You don't want to boast about your givings. I'm not mm-hmm. asking you to boast about it, Jess. You don't have to tell anyone. <laughs> and you just shouldn't quietly give me $100,000. <laughs> you don't really believe that's true, do you, Frank? I feel like no. you have to have a, a strategy. You know, you yeah. have to have everything. Well, it's your personal relationship with, you know, your creator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what's God got to do with money? Well, he has a, something to do with everything in life, you know, from the hairs on your head to the sand <laughs> in the ocean. He, he has everything. He, it's, it's his world, not our world. Well, why does he give money to you and not other people? Well, I'm not saying he doesn't give it to other people. Uh, well, look, you're, you're super wealthy. And and no one else in this bar, I would say. Taking a look around. Maybe Grandma Producer, she's super wealthy. She looks wealthy. How are you doing? Other than that. I think everybody has that capability. There is no limit. Um, uh, You know, even I I interview homeless people a lot of time, especially for the mayor's race stuff. I found out 50% of the homeless people that I interact with are homeless by choice. They can go places. They just choose not to because they love that lifestyle. It's no stress. What's the tenor of those conversations? What do you talk about mostly with the homeless I want to know their history. I want to know about them. I want to know, you know, something usually affected them traumatically in their life. And 
the common denominator that I found, it's kind of sad. It's lack of love. And once again, going back to the scriptures, what does God say the greatest thing of all? Love. Money. Oh. So if we, all, if we were all loved as much as we need, you wouldn't have a doctor of metaphysics. Having to, you would have no job at all, Jess. Well, um, I feel like even though, like, say, if the case was, like, say everyone was like Frank, for example, like a very happy and, and very loving, etc., very, um, very welcoming, I feel that still the love continues to, to flow like music. It's like not just playing it one time where a couple of times we have to continue it so that way the momentum carries on and everyone can feel it on a daily basis as often as possible. And going back to the money thing, I feel that love, um, money, everything thing is energy so it's just really being open to receive and attracting it so some people are saying no 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 you know i don't have enough money or life's meant to be tough get used to it like those kind of ways of thinking and their perception which is okay you know that's their choice that maybe that's how they were raised you know i was even told some you know sayings like that but i've learned through different readings through different research through life experiences that when you say, when you use your voice and actually have the sound, the audio waves, actually putting it out there energetically, you could actually attract whatever it is that, that you like. If it's money, if it's love, if it's a soulmate, if it's a certain career, if it's a dream house, a, a hot air balloon vacation around the world that you're mentioning. So it's just really putting like it I out say, there. Now we're yeah. really getting somewhere. Frank says if you give me $100,000, you'll be a millionaire. And you're saying if you think it, it'll happen. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Anything. Like, well, it's, it's, so it's up to you how willing you are to receive and giving yourself permission to receive and asking and being then, brave enough to ask. But then what you're saying then is if you don't have everything in your life that you want, you're blaming yourself because you didn't make it happen. Well, I, I, is that right? Well, it's not really blaming yourself. It's just really learning. I feel that like this whole life is a learning process, so it's just healing and all the different levels of who you are the different like we're we have so many different if you want to call it layers whatever the spirit the soul even i believe in past lives i'm not sure of what y'all believe in um, but there's just so much so much within our own perceptions already within that's conditioned within us and we have to recondition or uncondition what, or relearn what is when you say everything's sort of predicated on healing mm-hmm. what, what are we healing ourselves from exactly it's, it's mainly remembering and healing, like, say, with the love. Like, say, sometimes people have fear. It's very common to have anxiety and a lot of fear, doubts. And I feel like fear, anxiety, is the total opposite of trust, and that's love-based, too. It's like, a, like say, it's an expression of love, like a sunshine ray of, of love, you know? So just feeling that you can add that to your life. It's like feeding yourself. I know that we have our cocktails and some water here. It's it's a choice and it's a choice if we want to order trust or receive love or putting that on the menu even. Yeah, but, but what are we healing ourselves? Healing Here's ourselves your, from? Your, your book, you, have, you wrote a book here yes. which you have with you. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Thank by you the way. So much. That's a pretty big deal. It's called Heal Your Spirit. Mm-hmm. So what are we healing ourselves from what are we all fucked up by well it's not really one thing we're human on this earth so there's pros and cons for everybody and everyone's upbringing is completely different we all have our own sensitivity level so it's not really pinpointing it to one thing it's mainly say if there was a misuse of love it's letting go of those weeds from the garden even if it happened years ago say childhood stuff like the traumas and the rockiness mine was kind of rocky too um where were you brought up 
What's that? Where did you grow up? Here uh, in New Orleans? Mm-hmm, yeah. So it's like, um, it's just like different. We're all sensitive in our own ways. I'm very sensitive. I know that y'all are very sensitive too, and some people uh, aren't. Yeah. I feel like, you know, Frank is definitely sensitive. I'm still learning about Shane. Um, but I what, feel like what can you tell music. us about Shane? With Shane? <laughs> Yeah, let's I love get, I love yes, all this like spontaneity, right? Yeah, like whoop, here we go. Uh, so Shane, let's see. I feel that you're you're learning more about yourself and really becoming more confident with that and and strengthening that muscle. I see confidence as a muscle, and I feel that yours is strengthening. And just being here, showing up is huge. So definitely give yourself more credit for all that you're doing. And I know I can only imagine anyway being a musician, um, all the different things. I'm an entrepreneur also, so it's. You have to put a lot of effort, a lot of love into it, a lot of um, follow-through, too, so that way you could attract even more. You know, the more that you give, like you mentioned with that example of the money, even though I feel like, personally, I feel like it needs a strategy, and you need to have, like, a master plan on how to do it. Like, I can't just give it to him, even though he'll love it, you know? Just, like, just seeing the different variables that are needed. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So... How is it? So, how did you come up with this writing? How do you know all this stuff, actually? Well, I actually, um, I, I learned about energy healing in 2009, and it really intrigued me. It was very colorful. What did you it do was, before that? It was different. Um, I was studying physical therapy. Uh, I played a lot of soccer, and I was actually waitressing at the time in college. You know, uh, I enjoyed. You know, I'm a people person. I like to help and to, to serve and to see what you need and provide and to share. Um, I'm really big into sharing. So with writing this book and how it all flowed, I within meditation, it's like having a download. And I like to ask, okay, what do we all need to hear right now? So it's very general but very specific at the same time. Um, it just took one topic at a time, really, and just asking for the outline at first. Uh, say, for example, the first chapter is all about remembering who you are and having that foundation and it's not it's basically redefining yourself and updating yourself with yourself if that makes sense a question yeah Um, because you said something interesting about past lives yeah 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 well later on this evening I'm actually flying to the city of Los Angeles which is a city of the angels Mm -hmm. and I've actually had some incredible experiences there with past deceased relatives and sounds crazy and quite frankly we all know that Cheryl Crow song all I want to do is have some fun yeah. and it, I, it all connected to me this actually goes back about three years ago mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you, you actually question yourself is this real or not And but all of a sudden I started thinking of going back to the scriptures not to be a pastor on the show but the reality is it talks about the Holy Spirit it talks about the Holy Ghost and if it can happen in that sense it can happen in our lives as well and there's no, nothing in the Bible actually happened, Frank. It's all just made up. I don't I know. There, there's a lot of would, stories. I would out personally there. concur with that. Oh, really? You well. believe that? I was just kidding. You, you believe? Uh, really? You, be, you think it's all made up? The whole Bible? Uh, yes, it, uh, I believe. Really? It was, it was well, written down by humans. Yes, of course. Uh, who have no connection to anything outside of their own uh, mental capacities? In my opinion, I think. I, How about being inspired by by something? By real um, events. I feel I feel inspired by a lot of things, and I'm compelled to express them in my own way, which is writing songs. But I find no inspiration from any sort of spiritual. It's, you know, and, and that's, I'm personally you know, an atheist. Here's, but, I, I just you know, was in. You're entitled um, to believe whatever you would like. I'm not saying that's wrong in any way. Exactly. And I just was in Dubai, and in turn, I went to uh, Qatar. And I watched two Muslims get into a fight, and it was the funnest thing. They actually told jokes to each other in the fight. 
and they did everything respectfully. And one of the problems with the world today, it's actually the religious fundamentalists, the wacky Christians, the wacky Muslims that is bringing down our world. But I got to tell you, I I have a very good friend that that is a, a Muslim, and I was actually in a Muslim taxi cab today. There's some great people, and. As long as they don't force their self on us. It's, all, it's about personal choices, personal beliefs, personal freedom. If everybody would respect that for each other, I mean, I think the world would be a much happier place than it is today. Oh, no doubt. That's for, that's for sure. But. Yes. Yeah, I see like a religion kind of like genres of music. You know, we all have our own perspective, our own culture, our own upbringing, and... I see it as guidance. Um, I was raised Catholic, but I personally don't follow any religion. I'm comfortable saying spiritual and being letting that be. And exactly. it's yeah, yeah, letting Perfect. that be enough. What do your family think of all this crazy uh, they're, stuff? They're they're very supportive. They're, cool they're with yeah, it? they're pretty awesome. Yeah. Hey, cool. So we'll get back to the book in a minute because there's yeah, a lot yeah. of chapters to go. Mm-hmm. But we, before we go, hey, you got another phone call, Doug Miller. Popular. Yeah. What's Doug got to say? Why do you have three phones, Frank? Well, I have one phone. That's my 407 phone, which is my life phone. I lived at Disney for 10 years in Orlando, so that's my lifer. Then I have my that's new, new Orleans-based phone. Hang on a sec. What's this one called? Life? Uh, a lifer phone. It's, it's, my, lifer. It's, it's the equivalent of your Social Security number. It's your phone number for life. From, you know, from Disney? Num- well, I acquired it. It's a 407 number. Yeah. And that's the one that I have all my contacts, friendships around the world. Okay, so this is your personal phone. Yeah, well, the black one is my is my twenty four seven phone. It's also AT and T because I I travel and they're the most reliable throughout the world. They're also the most expensive. Then I have Verizon, which is my five hundred four. It's my backup. It's my New Orleans phone because I do so much work here. But the 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 best phone that I could actually reveal on this show is the Red Hotline. This is the Frank Skerlock hotline. Do we give the number out? It is the mayor's phone. This is the mayor's phone. Let's give the number out, Frank. I'll have because there's a good reason. You don't even know the number of the. You know, it's it's. Well, here's the deal. We're as I had mentioned, I'm running for mayor of New Orleans. That we can discuss if you'd like. Yes. But the reality is. People need to know, and the citizens and residents are entitled to know. I have a section in my campaign called Unlocking the Mysteries of New Orleans. You know, there's so many things we don't know. Why do we have? I mean, we know we have potholes, but the question is, why do we have potholes and every city in America doesn't have potholes? Do you know the answer to that one? Because that's a good one. Of course. It's mismanagement. It's not because the streets are all moving around and we live on a swamp or any of this crap. I think the answer is the water table. No, it's, it's, it's compl- but, you know, if you ask people who have lived here... Well, you said you think, but with all due respect, are you also aware that the city of New Orleans owns five pothole-fixing vehicles that they choose not to use? Well, have you seen those stupid vehicles there? Oh, they don't fix anything. I know. They, they just spray shingle and asphalt or whatever it is into a hall. You can go to... It doesn't to, actually fix it. You now, can these go, are cool glasses, Frank. This is a whole new... Well, there you go. Okay, the mayor's like phone, these. by the way, is the mayor's phone yes, if you want I'm to call it or text... Is five zero four yeah five seven five four four eight four okay Can and we so put this on our website it's it's going live right now okay five zero four five seven five four four eight five to get in touch no, with five four five four four eight four. Four four eight four. Yeah, right, nice, that's right. Okay, that's what I wrote down. I don't know why I didn't say that. Okay, so if we call or text you, yes. we've got a hotline to the mayor. A hundred percent. Given that, given that you're going to be elected, of course. What are the chances of you winning this thing? Can you buy your way into this? Well, it has or nothing think, to do with that. Can just uh, think your way quite, into it? Quite frankly, you know, I, of course, I'm assimilating a team and a cabinet basically to make me come office. And 
I am an entrepreneurial candidate. I am not a politician by any way, shape, or done. And I'm kind of like Donald Trump. And now you look a bit like Donald Trump. Yeah, you know. But I got to tell you this: I wouldn't necessarily start a campaign by comparing yourself. Uh, to exactly. Donald Trump. <laughs> let, if let I me, had to give no, my honest opinion, on I that. said like. <laughs> it's a bit divisive. Let me let me say this: He is, is the president of the United States. By I the way. was just in, you know. In New so York. He said, That's undeniable. He did succeed in that sense. We, we have to, we it. have to respect him that he is what the people put in. However, you don't necessarily have to agree. That goes back to that freedom. We have a right to make our personal choices. Well, why did you compare yourself to him in the first place? Because he was an entrepreneurial can- candidate. He decided to buck the system. He decided to do what literally he put his money where his mouth is. Well, he's a, he you know he what? gave up his own company. He's a super wealthy guy who became president. You're a super wealthy guy who wants to Well, here's the thing. I, I need to put Donald on notice at this show. My intellectual property law firm trademark last week the words make america fun again i own that and we're going to develop america it. fun again absolutely so and 100 percent. could he come after you because he's make america great again surely you couldn't yeah well the real question is is he really doing that uh i mean he, he's well, offending he's just as many people and he thinks he's doing right and you know what i gotta tell you i certainly i was for him however it doesn't mean i agreed with everything he did that's because back to we all had the right you know no one's perfect Okay, we all have different quirks and stuff like that. However, going back to Qatar, I went to a sheik's house in Dubai, and I was there. At Qatar four, and Dubai are not the same well, place, correct? They're no, they're they're about two hundred miles apart. In any okay. event, when I went to the sheik's house at four o'clock in the morning, yeah. their security consisted of one police car. If you go to the White House at four o'clock in the morning, their security consists of something larger than the whole NOPD police department. If something is wrong when you have to defend the president of the United States. I mean, it shouldn't be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. You think we'd, living in, we'd be living in a better country if we had less security around the White House? That you would know, be a measure of you know, how I, great the country was. What's that got to do with anything? It, it's, it's, it just shows you the world, the way that our, our current politicians, it, doesn't, it, it might end at the White House. But it starts at the local political office. Since I've been in office, I've had so many random people want to offer me money not to run. It's crazy. I, somebody offered me three, $3 million not to run for mayor of the city. It's crazy. Take it. No. It's, Take it I, and use the money, the money to no. fix the streets. No, that, that would run out. I'd rather fix a system that it's long-term. I'm looking at the long-term solution, not the short-term. Someone offered you $3 yes, million not. Of course. Is that true? You're not making that up. How many drinks uh, have you had? You only a, had one glass of wine so far, right? You know, to be honest with Did you, you start drinking I, I, earlier? Went, I, I called the Secretary of State's office, who's the supervisor of election. I declared that because I felt an obligation. I also have been interviewed by the FBI because of this. It's crazy. I'm learning what the political system is, and... It's not good. Can I mean, you tell us who the person who was who offered you $3 million? Or is that I'd prefer not to, but let's just say... It sensible not to, probably, but I'd love to find out. <laughs> Should we have a guess? I can't even imagine. I, I, I can't even what. believe that's even vaguely true. You've got to take that back. I, I actually on, have it on crazy. recording. If what? You like. I have it on. I have, they called me three times, and I have it on recording, yes. Someone called you mm-hmm. and said, listen here, Frank, I'm going to give you three. Why would you They actually started with two million and I said I wasn't interested. The next day they called and they upped it to three. And I still said How many I wasn't days interested. ago was that? That was about three weeks ago. No, so they're probably not going to go any higher than three. Well, we'll find. They actually wanted to meet me in California and they wanted to pay me in there. And I had no interest in this. But uh, you remember that guy we had on the show, Graham? Manny Chevrolet Bruno? He ran, he ran for mayor. 
Really? Mm, you remember that dude? Oh, wait, yeah. That, wait. Oh, hey, he was a super funny guy. He works at Tulane University in the bookstore. And he ran for mayor of, of New Orleans. I voted for him, actually. I was, when, he, when he didn't win, I mean, I wasn't surprised. But I was surprised that I was only one of 17 people who voted for him. And why? I'm not suggesting you're only going to get 17 votes. But, oh, gosh. But is someone scared enough that you're going to win this thing that they want to stop you? Sadly, yes. And, you know, I, I look well, at it this way. There's something wrong with the political process when it costs so much money to get somebody in office compared to what it pays. I didn't ask what it pays because I wouldn't. I don't need what, that what, money. What the, what the salary of mayor is. I, I have no idea what it is, but that's. But I, I know this, is previous candidates um, have run for mayor and have spent in excess of $10 million. Now, I'm guessing what the mayor's office makes. I'm thinking 100000 I don't yeah, know. I, something like that. But it doesn't but, make but a lot of sense. Whatever it is, what, why is someone so convinced that you're going to win that they would pay you $3 million not to? What do they know? Well, maybe they're part of the current machine and regime. Yeah, that, but, but what I'm saying, when let, I brought up me, Manny me, Chevrolet Bruno, is because most of these fringe candidates like you don't win. Actually, they don't, they don't I, actually winning, I will you, tell you this, and I, this is a sad statement to make. I have not had anybody come to me or that I've interviewed, which I interview people daily, that said they are really like what's going on in the city, no. that they're supportive of the current administration. And quite frankly, when they hear our program, and we have what's called the ACE program, and that's A-C-E. A stands for affordable housing. C stands for crime prevention. And E stands for education. And if those are the first three things. And we have a whole platform. Everything for, I'll, I'll, I will tell you right now what our platform on fixing the potholes, because that's, that's so big it's not even the program. It's, it's a given. It's very simple. It could if, be A-C-E-P. It, it could. A-C-E-P. Actually, we can make it A-P-E. 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 Okay. This is like King Kong. Let me just say that simply on the pothole issue, if you're a taxpayer, and meaning a property owner in the city, we're going to certify construction companies that can fix potholes like Fleming Construction, Barrier Construction, and we will let you actually have your own potholes fixed in front of your house or wherever, and you would take this receipt. That's a good idea. And you would actually be able to deduct it from your property tax. So you get to actually control where your money is spent. So Put I your can, money where your mouth is. I can call somebody a to certified fix the pothole outside Absolutely. my house. 100%. It kind of reminds me, like, with your L.A. trip coming up, uh, you know how they have the star of fame, Hollywood fame? Absolutely. Kind of like have everyone's name by the pothole. It would be go. hilarious. Adopt the pothole. <laughs> yeah. It's sad. I mean, you know, now we, so we plant plants in them. It's well, in, do in, all kinds of, So I'm going to be able to call up a construction company and say, I need you to come and fix this pothole, and I'm going to have to pay them? And then you're going to give it back to me off my property tax? That's what our current plan that we're proposing do, yes. I mean, this How is much only- does it cost to fix a pothole? Uh, well, it actually, surprisingly, I don't think it's going to be that much because it's, oh, it's just not. like a bag of concrete or two and having the right equipment. I mean, the city of New Orleans already owns the equipment. <laughs> they just choose not to use it. Oh, this is a pretty interesting I mean, idea. I, I, I actually How did went- you come up with this, Frank? Is this on your drugs, on your Ritalin? Uh, probably a glass of wine. Just one glass of wine. I wonder why no one's through that. I, I actually went to a function with Mitch Landrew about six months ago, and sadly, he opened up the conversation saying, you know... You probably want to talk about potholes. But then he went in to say, you're probably thinking the potholes are bad in uh, Lakeview. But I think they're worse than Uptown because that's where I live. And then somebody said, no, they're worse than Algiers. And I said, why do we have to compare who has it worse? Why don't we just get it done? Mm-hmm. And he, did, he was dumbfounded. 
And everybody's dumbfounded. Just get it done and move on. We have bigger issues than potholes. We really do. We do. We, well, we have ACE. We have uh, af- af- I will tell affordable you this. housing, and which is how you're going to fix that for Christ's That's sake. very easy, actually. All right. And, well, first you have to figure out how we got there. The way we got there, it actually wasn't the locals. It was the out-of-towners because everybody fell in love with our city. All the tourists that come okay. through, if they can afford buying properties. I mean, look at the big problem we just had with uh, having um, all the short-term rentals in the French Quarter. Right. And look at the Bywater. The Bywater in Marigny. I mean, you got dumps with blue roofs on them, and they're selling for two and four hundred thousand dollars right next door. Correct. And it's not selling to people that live here. Now, the reality is, well, well how do you fix it? Well, so I'm going to buy in, a house by of- inventory control, which is one of the reasons why. I got concerned and upset with the current administration. New Orleans East, which represents a third of the city, is completely undeveloped, and we're proposing a master plan community in excess of 10,000 homes that are different home types, everything from apartments, garden homes, uh, single-family homes to estate homes. So by adding inventory is the only way that you can bring down and just pricing. It's the only way. So you're going to build 10,000 homes in at New minimum, Orleans East? Uh, at, at, at a minimum. Right? It's a city who's within a building city. that? city. Well, no. The first off, the city has to provide the infrastructure. Uh, what I will well, tell you—well, that's no big deal. That's pretty much out there. What is that? That's just sewer and water. No, I mean power. the well, no and trash collection the, and cops. Well, the reality is this: too good, if you ever drive to Slidell, you're going to pass five interstate exits. Interstate exits are not put in by the local authorities or the state. They're put in by the federal government. There was a guy named Walt. You talk about past lives. I believe that Walt is a third in my body somewhere. I mean, Walt it's, Disney. It's, absolutely. Uh, no doubt about it. I, I had a focus group one time. Where we all kind of compared each other. They said I'm a third Walt, a third Michael, and a third Steve. Michael is in Jackson. Steve is in Jobs. I love technology. Michael Jackson only died a couple of years ago. Of course. Let's the better ones do. Let's see your moonwalk. Oh, uh, no. I own a company called Spacewalk, not Moonwalk. Well, oh, I, I technically sold it. There you go. Well, I, Jess I have can plans tell us. Jess, can someone else's dead spirit enter someone, a living person's body? Like, could Michael Jackson have ended up in I a third of his soul being. You could definitely do like channeling, like talking on the phone, like uh, talking to a loved one that passed on, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, like a grandma. Like sometimes I do this with my own grandma. Um, I even have done it with Wayne Dyer, actually, just like more advice with a book and things like that. Wayne Dyer. uh He was a guy who wrote Pulling Your Own Strings or something like that. He has many, many, many books. And he died. Mm -hmm. And he's in touch with you. Well, it's basically like picking up a phone. You see how um, Frank has three. Yes. And they can also have like one energetic phone that you can't see. It's basically using your own spirit, your own soul, having your own privacy because you want to be in your own where, private where is, space. Where is Wayne Dyer? It's basically, um, there's no, there's no um, right or wrong answer to that, but it's basically Walt, no. connecting well, he, with his spirit. He's passed. Yeah, yeah, but where, where is he, and where is Walt, and where is Michael Jackson, right, and where is uh, Grandma? Where is Grandma? Huh? <laughs> well, well, I definitely, personally, I believe in a dimension of heaven, but I feel yes. there's so many different, different, like, say, there's something called in-between lives. Exactly. Um, like the transition. Um, Are we in like, one now? Uh, on this this earth, so it's, uh, it's, it, this is like a, a classroom. So uh, we're all here together, which is pretty cool. And it, it's kind of trippy, but it's awesome. And We need to do deep discussion on this over yeah, a bottle yeah, of wine yeah. or two because I'm with you. I'm actually, I have some theories about where the bodies lie. And it's really deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they certainly, keep in mind, you only bury your physical body. 
Right. Your soul has lifted. It's left the building. Okay. And that is what is in the new dimension. And I don't know if it plants in something else, but it doesn't die. It continues. I could definitely go into a deep conversation right now. Can yeah. I say, tell us. Yeah, we're totally ready. Do okay, it. okay. Like, say personally, like, say with past life regression, like, things like that. There's, um, with hypnosis, the power of the mind. You could yep. actually hit the, the rewind button and go wherever you'd like. There's actually a medical doctor. His name's Brian Weiss, another brilliant gentleman. He was actually kind of nervous about introducing past life regression because he was in the medical, medical field. However, there's, um, there's different studies, different case studies that you could look up and research. However, like, say with... With this life right here, right now, for example, like um, I feel like at the very core of who we are is the soul, and then you have the spirit kind of overlapping entirely one at the moment. Well, so I hate right to now, interrupt, but what's the difference between the spirit and the soul? The soul is more the core. The spirit is more of the personality. Okay. Yeah, the core, like say, like the, like say you could see it as like a math formula or however you want to see it as, but like say like the core, the soul, it has more of your purpose, more of the reason as to why you were created, and I feel that. Like, say, when this time is over for myself, it's like, I do I do believe in heaven, so I feel like the spirit will go to a dimension like heaven. Um, there's different beliefs and different perspectives on that. However, like, I feel like if the soul, like, say, I definitely believe in God. I'm, I was raised Catholic, and I'm comfortable still saying that. Um, but say, like, if the soul didn't fulfill the purpose as to why it was created, it gets recycled, just like everything else. Like, say, when leaves fall or when stars are born and die, like, it it becomes something else. It evolves. But, um... Yeah, okay, Frank just a moment. Frank's making a phone call right in the middle. <laughs> Frank, <laughs> you're the one who's supposed to be listening to this. I, I'm listening very well. I'm yeah. multitasking. Who are you talking you to? Uh, this is to? my printer in Beverly Hills. They're, they're printing more business cards. We ran out. Of the printer? Yes. This is Wilshire Printing or yes. something. I saw in, that in I was fine. Yes. Okay. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. That, that important that you have to yeah, interrupt a conversation about the spirit and the soul to talk to the printer? Okay, bye-bye. Um, okay, Frank, that is crazy. You're fine. Uh, okay, so yeah. we're talking about what yeah, where the soul exactly. is. And it's, you're having business cards. What do the business cards say? Still up for me. Well, we're actually updating these cards to say, call or text the candidate directly in the phone number that I gave you a few okay. minutes ago. 504. 504. 574 This is how we started this whole conversation about the spirit. Well, yeah. and, I mean, now, you, you ever hear that saying, inquiring minds want to know? Well, well, I was waiting to find out what's going on with my spirit <laughs> and my soul. Go for and you're, it. You're talking to the printer. That's yeah. Are um, we back on the spirit? Sure, and sure, the, sure. We can flip it back around. Like, say, okay, like, to pick up where we left off, like, say, after... Where were we? Okay, okay, right here. So, basically, like, say, when my life is complete, whenever that time happens, however it happens, say, the spirit, I do feel it will go into dimension. Like, heaven, the soul gets recycled, and say, if it, it's fulfilled, um, I'm not 100% sure what the process is. I feel like there's a lot of mysteries, and that's a reason to keep us in what awe, keep of, our minds open. What sort of percentage open. sure are you when you say not 100%? How sure are you any of this is true? I believe 99, well, I believe 100% sure this is, like, my, this is my perspective, 100%, but I'm not 100% sure, like, say, if the soul gets, uh, completes the, the main purpose, the main reason as to why it was created, I'm not quite sure that process, but say, if the soul didn't fulfill the, the main reason as to why it was created, it gets a new, a new body, a new human body, a new, you know, a new structure, a new spirit. How can we find out what our purpose was? Because maybe we, some of us have completed it. 
Like maybe Shane was just sent here to write that one song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would love to hear some of your music too, Shane. Yeah, Shane, we have to make you yeah, play a song of, right now. Like Get the guitar out right now. The, uh, do I have to pick the one that was the purpose? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Play, play the song. Sure, that yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm in to. that tuning. Frank's, got, <laughs> his check, Frank's got his checkbook <laughs> out right now. This is coming together here. This is the $100,000 that's going to make... Let's do it. It's going to make yeah, us a million. Yeah, Maybe the 100000 okay. should go to my next album and we'll make a million dollars. How much dollars do you want Frank to write you a check for? Look at your hand. Your arm. What is that tattoo? It's a person lifting up a... This is a... Uh, Weights? A, little, a strong man, a big man with a little dress. Yes. You have a big man with a little dress carrying weights above yes. his head. What uh, is uh, that? Old-timey, an old-timey strong man, and I asked for uh, for him to be designed with, with heels and a dress. Nice. Okay. And who did that? <laughs> Uh, Cameron Sweet at Downtown Tattoos, who also designed this Saints shirt, which I've oh, received cool. All right. several compliments. Okay, so so Shane, what are we uh, what are we listening to? What are you going to play? Uh, this is a song that I wrote. It's called More Than Red, uh, and it was on the Noise Complaints last album, uh, which Can is called Feed It Back to Me. Feed It Back to Me is the name of the album. Can we yes. listen to that on Spotify for nothing? Uh, on so? yes, on Spotify for free, on Bandcamp for free. All right, cool. And uh, and this is your life's purpose. This yeah, this is the All whole right. reason I was I ended up here. I guess yeah, yeah, I just yeah. found out. Awesome. Danger bridge ice is in cold weather. Wait till we crash and then I tell her, didn't you see the sign? Lacking intuition Excuses I've been given Citing my inhibitions Tell me where's the one I'm missing change and fall upon your shoulders hear the wilt and die and skip the colors all together I love you more than red I love you more than red danger high voltage not enter shocked to find ourselves so far from center and still intact this time lacking motivation this familiar dull sensation sit there making accusations While I'm wishing I could change the station Leaves mm. will change and fall upon your shoulders Hear the wilt and die and skip the colors altogether Love you more than red Love you more than red. Love you more than red. Love you more than red. 
It looks so Thank easy. You. Love you more than awesome. rare. Thank you. From Shane Everett from The Noise Complaints. Yes, indeed. What did you think, Frank? Impressive. I think it's amazing, and it actually led me straight into channel a, a positive vibe that, you know, this was going to be an anniversary show. And it was supposed to be an anniversary <laughs> show because it was actually this day tomorrow on April 20th when I was on this show. It was really? last time was I was here. Exactly a year ago. And, and y'all had set me up with a young lady named Katrina Breeze. Well, we actually hadn't set you up. Graham books people on well, the show for whatever it, reason, it but it turned into a relationship. Being, yes. Yes, we should tell the story. This is what happened. So, Frank, you know, this is exactly like today. Yeah. yeah. Grandma produced the books people on the show. Yep. For whatever reason, I have no idea. We come here <laughs> on a Wednesday afternoon, yep. and we sit down, and we don't know who's going to be here. And this occasion was Frank Skurlock and Katrina Breeze. She's an artist, and Frank is uh, who he is. You've met him. And they walked out of here together, which is not that totally unusual on the show. People often will exchange phone numbers, or they'll have a drink after the show, or whatever. I don't jazz when they get exchanged phone numbers. Yeah, yeah, you okay. got it. Yep, got and it. then, but this time, we all went home. Then I got an email, I don't know, a week, two days, ten, three days later, of Frank and Katrina at the beach together. <laughs> with a love heart in yeah, the sand. Yeah, with a heart that says, <laughs> we love happy hour. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, and they... They ended up as a couple from that. What did you, we, so tell us what a, happened a, after you left here. It, it was amazing. Um, I met a wonderful person that we had been Facebook friends for over a year and a half, two years. Never knew each other. It was one of those right. common just happened to accept somebody. And I met her here. And I've always heard her name. And she's an event producer and parade producer and stuff. And she had a great spirit. And we just, we just instantly kicked it off. Um, within 24 hours, we ended up at the Grand Hotel in Mobile. Uh, then the next day we went to uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. Pensacola Hilton. <laughs> then we went to Destin, Florida. Now, we kind of went downhill in Odell's from the Grand to the Hilton to a dump. But that's a whole different story. In any event, um, I decided to basically take off nine months. And seven out of those nine months, I traveled the world. And we had a lot of fun together. Technically not the world. It was the United States. But we had a lot of fun together. She taught me so much. And I am so thankful for that. And Katrina is a different spirit in her own right. And, you know, if you recall, it was 420 day. And so there yeah, was we were a, all smoking pot on the show. <laughs> here, that was a true I'm statement. Sure that's not which, legal. by the way, as, as mayor, I will do whatever I can to work with the governor to legalize it here in, in New Orleans. And I'm actually, I need to declare that the reason I'm flying to L.A. tonight is the opening of the first ever marijuana spa. In Beverly Hills is tomorrow that I've been invited to, so I'm excited about it. So you, but, took, you took Katrina to the beach, and you're taking me to that. Is that's, I, that's nice. the information? Right. There you go. Okay, sir. <laughs> just wanted to make certain but, that's but, what was going me, on. Yeah, okay, this is important because I need Jess's help on this issue. So Katrina and I had a nine-month relationship. It was really weird. It's like a full term, like a baby. We actually broke up. She texts me on January 20th, inauguration day. Basically, I got the dear John breakup text, and I was like, okay. I didn't so see it coming. So you would still be together. You didn't see it coming. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I, because, you know, while, you know, I taught, I learned from other relationships that freedom equals happiness. That's been my mantra. Okay. And each person, while you have a relationship together, once again, I go back to who are you with 24-7? You're with yourself. So first you have to have that internal relationship. And so what I wanted to hopefully Jess can help me in this because I, I learned not only from my own self with relationships with, with women, but also family members and stuff. How can you go from a loving, caring, kind relationship to turn the word hate? Quite frankly, I'm going to hand our musician here something. Can you, can you identify what you have in your hand there? This is a purple pin that uh, seems to say World War II on it, or WWE. Exactly. And, Roman and the reason I do that, why does it have to go from love to hate? 
I, I think there's a big misnomer there. What's you, it got to do with World War II? It, because in so many breakups, all of a sudden, because you're not with somebody anymore, you know, quite frankly, I was hoping Katrina was going to be here today because I was going to tell her thank you for really helping me in my life. She was so inspirational well, you can to tell me. tell her that anytime well, you want. I just did. Right. <laughs> so, but, but the reality is not only her, and I'm actually pursuing a young lady right now, and I do need to make a full declaration because I, I always I learned something <laughs> from Katrina. What's that? Is I that love your unicorn. Okay. There you go. You can. I'm going to let you Check open this. Oh, you have a box. It's a and little what black it? box. It says. Yep. What does it say on it? It Tra- says Jess. Jason of Beverly Hills. Jason of Beverly Hills. It yep. looks like. Oh, it's like a ring box. What's in it? Ooh, very pretty. It's an engagement it, ring and a wedding ring. It, it is. Just in case, you never know. You never know when it's going to happen. So what? Do you, what do, how, how do you know if it fits her? Well, try it on, Jess. Yeah. Yeah. Try it on. It, it, Come on. It, it, it's the whole Cinderella story all over again. Yeah, it's, it's the modern it's version. Charming. It's charming. So the, what I'm trying to say is I actually think, and I love where she is with this empower your own life, because when you can empower relationships, you can become a power couple. Um, I, I met early this year. Hang on. Uh, just, let me just interrupt for one second. Yeah. We can go back to who you met. Hold on to that thought. We're going to see who you met earlier this year. But you went to Jason of Beverly Hills, which is, I assume, a jewelry store in Beverly Hills. Technically, I bought it at the Cosmopolitan. This can't be cheap. And you bought bought an all-purpose engagement and wedding ring. (laughs) That's correct. Just in case you meet someone and you feel like an impulsive desire to propose to them. And spend the rest of your entire life with them. For for full declaration, I will say this. There is somebody I've had a three-year relationship. It's kind of been on and off. Three and years? You've been cheating on her the whole time? No, with it, it's, it's been on and off. And okay. I, I texted her the question and said, what is your ring size? And she responded with that. So I followed through. Hey, this is your glass of wine here, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I see it? that. I need to drink what, it. What do you mean you texted her, what is your ring size? Well, what does she the, say? What, do you know what your ring size is, Jess? I would have to make sure. I don't want to give like, the well, wrong. What, how would you do? You know yours, Shane? I don't know mine. I, I, don't. Like I think there is a million-dollar idea inside the uh, just-in-case wedding ring, though, an expandable little thing. <laughs> I think you could definitely file a patent one size on that. The expandable like, like wedding condoms. ring. I'm yeah. writing that down. <laughs> you know, you think about condoms, the same type of thing, right? And we have a live recorded record that I had that idea. That was your idea. Okay. It's on record for all eternity. I, yeah, there you go. Well, you buy different size condoms, all right? That's true. Do you still use condoms? Not really. No. These, not really? No. So what's the system? Um, How do you talk these girls into having sex with you without a condom? What's the, what's the, what's the line? Pop, the, the, the wedding line, ring, I suppose, is good. The top hat. The line is established a safe word, which, once again, I will say this, is I, I didn't know what a safe word was. Well, I tell mean, us what it is. A safe word well, is what you have to say if things are getting out of control. Exactly. Sexually, as normally how it's I used. I never heard. I, in my pri- I was married for a while, and I never had a safe word. Well, because she had you drugged up and well, comatose. Basically, in yeah. Bed and I, I also learned after that relationship, while you know she that lady was the mother of my children. I will tell you, I, I learned from that experience, but then my next relationship, somebody taught me how to love. And that, I am so thankful for. The, the, the person actually taught me how to live, and, and I actually... This is true. person after Katrina. Yes. No, no, it's actually right after my uh, right. relationship. I mean, before, my, I'm my, sorry, my, my before marriage. Katrina, sorry, yes. Yeah, before Katrina, but after Wait, my marriage. Okay. But it's not so the person... So you weren't in love with your wife. It's not the person... No, we were, but it was a different... And sadly, we grew apart along the way. Now, that happens a lot, though, doesn't it, Jess? Every day. I mean, you must see a lot of this. Every it's day. just like everything's a choice, so both people have to want it. it exactly. Yeah. And it was, it was. I tried for over five years to stabilize, and it, there's no 
pride in breaking a relationship, especially when you have children. There's none. Right. And quite frankly, I'm forming a ministry that actually... Forming a ministry, that as actually, well as all this other stuff you do. Of course. Well, that's part of what our skywriting, which we didn't even talk about yet, oh, we haven't is all about res- restoration yeah, of So if you went to Jazz Fest, was it last year you did that? Yeah. Yeah, we, we're going to be lighting up the skies um, yeah. of New Orleans in a couple of weeks. So you see all the skywriting above Jazz Fest that had love and peace, and that was all Frank did all that. Really? Well, okay. Yeah. So... I will. Yes, I'm responsible for it, but I certainly didn't do it for personal fame or attention. Quite frankly, I launched the program and left town. I went to Los Angeles, where I'm at peace. Yeah. To, I went there to work. And I, I will tell you this, and I appreciate what you're saying about wealth and entrepreneurism and, and resources, but the reality is I, just yesterday, or actually two days ago, I had lunch with some very powerful people on Wall Street. We spent more time talking about how to change the world and love people, make people happy than we did making money. Because making people personally happy is actually worth more than all the money in the world. And there's a young lady that I've had some dates with, been fortunate in the French Quarter, who uh, produces art. And she inspires me. Is this the on and off relationship with the wedding ring here? Yes. Probably so. Probably so. So, okay. So what, how is that going? What's, do we know her name? Or, I no. Mean, we're not, we're not no, allowed she's, to say it. No, it's not, not at this time. Cool. It, it's, it's private. Okay. Does she know what's going on? Does she know that you've I got a wedding so. ring and an engagement ring? She sit? probably does. And when are you thinking of proposing? You know, actually, I, I right actually now. was talking to Jess's friend a little while ago that um, I'm actually, I, I do things backwards. I actually, I actually want to do the honeymoon before the marriage. Because I think we should go through a trial period. Oh, I, you've already been on a honeymoon with this person. Well, we did we to travel, but I actually want to take off for a month and go on a safari. What does it sound I'm, like that I'm would be working, very difficult to achieve? I've been working in your case. so hard that Sounds like I, need, yes. I need Horrible. to take a break. Yes. I, I really do. I'd take a break from traveling to New York, Dubai. Qatar. Those are those are all work That's related all work. trips. That's what, all work. What are you working on? on all those I'm working places? on the Six Flags project in New Orleans. We're opening up 40 water parks hour. by June 1st. Nice. We're opening up. We're, we're, we're opening up a New Orleans fashion studio that we're going to sew clothes. Actually, it's a sweat line of clothes made in Eastern New Orleans. I recently purchased a five acre compound with 40,000 square foot. We're going to be so. I'm I'm going to Anaheim to have lunch at Disney, and then we're going to the Disney sewing machine providers. And we're buying all the cutting tables and sewing machines so we're going to start fabricating clothes, New Orleans fashions, in eastern New Orleans. How cool is that? Okay. So do you have like some sort of like a, I don't know what, like manic depressive type disorder? Do I? Yeah. Are you like a manic person? All these things. How can someone do, are you like just a I have an amazing staff. I have. How many people are we talking about? I have eight assistants. So you have and, eight people working yes. for you, and mm-hmm. none of them. There's not. There's not really a. Is there a business? Is there Frank Skurlock Industries or something? Uh, it's actually called Skurlock Entertainment Global. Right, and but these aren't entertainment. Some of these things. This is, I mean, a well, fashion that's the industry. parent company. Okay, so what's the fashion company called? That's we haven't named that yet, but the the concept is to produce local. Like I don't know if you're familiar. There's a local brand called Tac Performance. That's like Ta- bamboo task. That's cool. Uh, is, it's something like that, yeah. yeah I actually it's the bamboo stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about that product line is it's not made here. It should be made here. It's designed here. Right. Well, just, nobody just makes like, anything here. They all make what? it in China. No. We have to, we, the one thing that our Wall Street people are about, at the New York Stock Exchange, there is a gigantic American flag there. Having gone to China, and I'll, I'll tell you this, and I, China saved our inflatable company because we didn't have any production when Katrina hit. 
and we had a chain of 200 stores that we had to support with product. It was fun for a while, but I'm done with China. So we're, we basically are shutting down our shops over there. We're relocating all that to 16362 Shepman Tour Highway opens June 1st this year, this lifetime. Okay, June 1st this year, that's not far away. So you're making clothes is what you're saying. Well, that's a byproduct, but we're going to be making inflatables, but... When when we were interviewing people There's to work, bouncy houses. When we were interviewing people to work for, I thought us, you weren't in the bouncy house business anymore. I thought the, your I, family was doing that, and you were out. So of I'm it. modernizing it. Uh, they basically have old technology. We're making water slides that have gushers of water, the equivalent of fire hydrants that's coming out of it. As I mean. With all, you know, my son, Miles, actually runs our nationwide rental company, and he's actually encouraging me. I'm a creative person. That's what I do. And I appreciate what you said about the manic depression, but do, do you have highs and lows? Everyone does. The same difference no, with night and day. I don't, I don't day. mean even. I, don't, I can't think of the word. I'm not a psychologist. Right. I don't know the word. You but ha- someone you have who energy just, channeling. Just multiple, these multiple things. Like. It, it, it's kind of like an orgasm. And if you've had multiple <laughs> orgasms, I mean, let's be realistic. If you've I mean, had multiple orgasms. I mean, most people are just most. satisfied with one. But if you can channel it to you, can, I mean. Can you have multiple orgasms, Frank? Is that what you're saying? It's been Is done that, before. No, by, by you, really, as a guy. <laughs> Now we're on to a whole different you know, subject. You know what somebody told me the other day? Not that I, I don't use Viagra, but they told me that Viagra is out of patents, so apparently the price is coming down. Well, that's good to know. And they also told me... Everyone will be happy about that, <laughs> men and women. Exactly. Okay, I'm sure that would have been in the news if that was true. So the Who people told on Wall you Street, One of the shakes? The, the Wall Street people showed me this new type of thing where they have this nose pinch because the new technology in medicine and drugs is the way the delivery methods. So yes. they have like this clip that goes on your nose, and it's fast injection. Dude. Shane's got it in. Oh, is that is that medicine? No, but it could be. <laughs> and and th- think about this. <laughs> right, but think about. So you can stick that. There is. Your a, nose and you get a they exposed to me a new product that's coming out next year. They're having an IPO on, and they're basically going to have it for any any ailment because it's about delivering to your human body. Delivering by what method? Through in, inhaling. I mean, inhaling. That would I, be better than taking a pill, I suppose, but. Doesn't seem like it was, the biggest problem. It was, Someone else I is just, calling you. What yeah, phone the guy is with the um, the guy with shit, the blimps. Frank. The blimps. The blimps. Yeah. The blimp. <laughs> the blimp guy. You wait. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I, I just I met him because of the Wall Street people, and it goes back. You know, let me let me say this because I know we're getting ready close to yeah, run out of time. Yeah, we got to get out of here. But is that by taking your eye off the eight ball? Some people get so hyper focused on what they're they think they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> I actually think it's the art of distraction. If you can actually channel your mind to, you know, I do most of my creative time in the bathroom, in the bathtub, because that's, you know, you were here talking about singing in the shower. You're at peace and energy flows. Okay, that's good. That's (laughs) good to know. Okay. We've got a lot to cover still, Frank. You have to come back. We just only just touched on multiple orgasms for men. Viagra's out of, I don't even know what, going around the world in a hot air balloon. Yep. Mayor of New Orleans. Yep. The $3 million man. Occasionally. How to make a million dollars by giving away a hundred thousand? Yep. And we haven't even got past chapter one of Heal Your Spirit, which is. In I want to read that book on my flight today. What's that? Yeah. Can you sign a copy of the book for me? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, thank you. You're so welcome. this is a great. How is the book doing, Jess? You just published. We, I know we haven't mm-hmm. got. Yeah, it's everyone. on. It's on Amazon right now. You can find it on Amazon. I'm going to be having a book um, book signing party at Austin's coming up. So stay tuned. You can find me on Facebook. You can find you on Facebook, and yeah. your name is Jess Doc- Tregle, Dr. Jess, mm-hmm. J-E-S-S-T-R-E-G-L-E. You got it, yep. M-S-C-D. So you're a doctor of... M- Metaphysical science. Metaphysical science. Yeah. It's almost like magic, isn't it? 
thing called that if you Man, want. Man, well, thank you very much, everybody, for being here. This has been, this hour has gone by way too fast. Yeah. And Shane Everard from I The Noise song. Complaints. Yeah, close us out with a song. Is that possible? Is that, is well, that the plan? Sure it's possible, yeah. yeah. You, got, you got like when's a, your, when's a your short next gig? song? I got a relatively short song. Okay, yeah. it's a relatively sure. short song. What's it called, Shane? It is called Hope You're Healing Better. Nice. Love hey, it. perfect. Maybe you can add a CD to there and you got a book. Combo. That, and, and I can make everybody fun again. Throw it off the blimp. There you go. <laughs> All right. I'd met you ten years down the road When I know what I want and where the fuck I'm going Try to take the blame for what's my own You're not the one at fault, but you're not sleeping alone Someday we could have another go round. What you think about it? I'm not trying to hold you down or drag this out. Let me be brief about it. Now is not the time. I'll cut you off this line. You're no longer When I start drowning From time to time <laughs> Yes, okay. Shane Everard from The Noise Complaints. That is a perfect song to go out on. Thank you. What's it called again? It is called Hope You're Healing Better. Hope You're Healing Better. It's a song about I wish I'd met you 10 years from now when I knew what the fuck I was doing. Yeah, maybe things go a little bit yeah. better. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens <laughs> 10 years from now. Let's all meet back here and see where we are. Frank Sounds will be good. the ex-mayor of New Orleans by that time. yes. Jess will be some sort of super person with her own TV show, like Dr. Oz. There you go. And New and, Orleans will be fun again. And, uh, and, yes. I'll, and I'll be dead, and I can come back from the dead. You can bring me back, Jess. I told you I saw you. We'll channel you. You can channel me. Frank Skirlock, thanks for being here. Shane Everett. Thank you. And Thank Dr. You. Jess Tragel. That's our show for today. That's Happy Hour, brought to us by Basic Swim and Gym. We can get a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout and yoga clothes with style, including bikinis, one-piece cover-ups and more. And they're right next to Basics underneath the lingerie store on Magazine Street. And thank you to Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven. To prevent a hangover, go to hdestroyer.com, write Happy Hour in the coupon code, and you too can get 30% off. Your first order of Hangover Destroyer and Seize the Dawn. Grab the Ponte is our producer, Christian Unruh, is our music director, Jean Valois, our music producer, Thomas Walsh, is our technical director, and our live feed directors who made this possible on Facebook are uh, Asher Griffith and Grayson Jernigan. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about an hour while drinking, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworleans.com. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. You can check out tons of other shows too on itsneworleans.com, including many other hours of happy hour to listen to, as well as Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace, true to the game with the very funny Chris True Midnight Menu with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker and other podcasts as well. You can catch 
catch other Louisiana podcasts on its acadiana.com and it's batonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can also find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page. Those photos are taken by Alison Moon. If you listen to this on your favorite podcast app, thank you so much for subscribing to us. Take a moment, if you can, to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hours a production of INO Broadcasting. For itsneworleans.com, Andrew Duhon is making a record. He'll be back here in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, find out more about him at andrewduhon.com. For Andrew, everyone around here at the table at Wayfair and back at our office at INO Broadcasting. Thank you for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week for more happy hours.